surely know by now, our podcast focuses on presidential norms, laws, traditions, and history. Some presidential rituals are more serious than others, though. And since it's a holiday week, we're taking this opportunity to focus on perhaps the quirkiest of all presidential traditions. That's the great pardoning of the Thanksgiving turkey at the White House. Why do presidents do this? Where did this ritual come from? And what does it even mean to pardon a turkey? We've got you covered in our holiday episode of Can He Do That? A podcast that explores the powers and limitations of the American presidency. I'm Allison Michaels. Every year, a different Washington Post reporter is tasked with covering this annual turkey-filled moment at the White House. This year, that reporter is the great Jessica Contrera. She's returned from the pardoning ceremony, and we have her here to explain what this is all about. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So let's start at the beginning here. This year is the 70th anniversary of the turkey pardoning tradition. How did this whole thing start? It is actually the 70th year that a turkey has been presented to the president by this thing called the National Turkey Federation, which is a lobbying organization. For many of those 70 years, the turkeys were not pardoned. They were eaten. The first turkey uh, that was given to a president from that organization happened in 1947. It was given to Harry Truman. Um, He ate that turkey. So when was the first turkey actually pardoned? So uh, on and off, presidents have decided not to eat their turkeys. Um, Some say that President Lincoln, in fact, decided that a turkey that they were going to eat for Christmas, uh, they wouldn't eat because his son Tad had actually bonded with this turkey. So some say it began all the way with Lincoln. But the sort of modern idea of giving the turkey a pardon happened uh, first in 1989 with George H.W. Bush. So then when we say pardoning a turkey, what we actually mean is is forgiving it from being eaten, saving it from being eaten. Yes, the turkey has not committed any crimes that we know of. (laughs) They are, in fact, only 20 weeks old. And so what happens to them when they're pardoned? So these turkeys will will not die the death that most turkeys do around this time of year. They will instead get to go on a, a special retirement to Blacksburg, Virginia, and go to Virginia Tech where they have this thing called Gobbler's Rest, which is um, a, a retirement community for the White House turkeys. There are two turkeys living there now, Tater and Tot, who are the turkeys that President Obama pardoned last Um, And they will hang out there with um, a guy whose job it is to be a turkey immunologist. And he will watch them until they live out their rather short lives. Right. Turkeys don't actually live all that long. so Right. Yes. No, they're bred to die. So (laughs) that means that uh, you might get a good year or two out of a turkey if you let him be. But it's also very possible that the turkey uh, might not make it even on its journey to the White House. And that's actually why there are two turkeys uh, instead of one. Oh, that was going to be my next question. So this year we had drumstick and wishbone. Right. So, um, you know, these, these turkeys are quite large and their legs are quite small. And sometimes that, that leads to accidents or just in general, the turkey isn't suited for such a long journey. So in case that one turkey goes down, they will have another turkey uh, for the event. So you could say uh, some people call the other turkey the backup or the wingman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of turkey puns. To be yeah, said. no, we're all trying to avoid them, but everybody, you know. <laughs> so 
what does it take to be worthy of a turkey pardon? How do you become one of these turkeys? So the chairman of the National Turkey Federation gets to choose the, the turkey. Um, this year, the chairman is from western Minnesota. So he and his wife helped raise these turkeys along with some young women who are volunteers with 4-H. So they raise a whole bunch of turkeys and the, I guess, the best looking turkeys are the ones that are brought to D.C. Um, And they spend the night at the Willard Hotel, which if you've been to D.C. is one of the fanciest hotels in D.C. It's literally where I got engaged and now I just picture a turkey (laughs) on the bed of the presidential suite there. (laughs) If I ever stay there, I will wonder if it's the room where the turkeys stayed. They put wood chips all over the floor and like what do turkeys, you know, they're just bred to go to the bathroom on the floor. <laughs> Great. That sounds like a really nice experience for the next hotel guest. So the president won't eat these specific turkeys for Thanksgiving dinner. Do we know what the president's plans actually are for Thanksgiving this year? So after the turkey pardon today, the president and his family flew to Palm Beach. Uh, he will be at Mar-a-Lago for Thanksgiving this year. He'll be there all weekend. Um, that's a little bit unusual for a president to leave for for the weekend. Usually um, in the past, the Obamas have stayed. And on Black Friday, they receive the Christmas tree um, and the holidays get going. But uh, this year, they received the tree early so that the Trumps could be at Mar-a-Lago. I imagine they will be eating turkey. Um, as we know, President Trump likes his steaks quite well done um, and with ketchup. So I'm, I can't say for sure that's how he eats his turkey, but... It's possible. Reasonable guess. (laughs) (laughs) So you just witnessed this turkey pardoning. How did these turkeys do? How did Trump do? It was rather uneventful. This is one of those uh, things that I think we're so stuck doing that we just keep doing. Uh, And uh, Trump, you know, he's not quite the the comedian that uh, President Obama was. President Obama loved to get up there and make dad jokes uh, nonstop, just too many jokes, (laughs) um, which would often lead to Sasha and Malia just sitting there with their eyes rolling. um, And, uh, you know, this time President Trump made a few jokes. Um, He he cracked that he's had some strange birds visit the White House already. Um, (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> and, yeah, well, Barron didn't think so. So Barron Trump uh, uh, stood next to the president, and he carried on the tradition of the first children being unimpressed by their father's jokes and looking like they really just want to get out of there. <laughs> well, that brings us to a can-he-do-that question of the week, which in this case was actually something that Trump managed to answer during his speech today. So the question here that Trump presented, and of course he was kidding, but that he presented was, can he undo Obama's turkey pardons of Tater and Tot from last year? Was he kidding? (laughs) Well, here's what he said. As many of you know, I have been very active in overturning a number of executive actions by my predecessor. However, I have been informed by the White House Counsel's Office that Tater and Tot's pardons cannot, under any circumstances, be revoked. So we're not going to revoke. So, Tater and Tot, you can rest easy. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a special holiday episode of Can He Do That? Hope you guys gobbled it up. 
There had to get one pun in there. Well done. Well <laughs> you guys done. can follow Jessica Contrera on Twitter at MJ Contrera. Or you can follow me, Allison Michaels, at Allison Mikes. Keep listening to Can He Do That wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, we'll be there. Can He Do That is a team effort here at The Post. It's produced by the great Carol Alderman with special help this week from Jessica Stahl, design direction from Kat Rudell-Brooks, and logo art from Loren Boglio. If you like Can He Do That?, you should check out some of our other great podcasts, like Constitutional, a series about how people have framed and reframed the Constitution over time from host Lillian Cunningham. Or try Cape Up with Jonathan Capehart, where Jonathan brings you the voices you need to hear on the topics you try to avoid. You can find these shows anywhere you listen to podcasts and learn more online at WashingtonPost.com slash podcasts. The Washington Washington, Washington, Washington Post. Post.